0: This episode of Bringing the Backups is brought to you by the guy at that Anaheim show last Thursday that likely gave me COVID. Do you like episodes of this podcast where I have no guests, no topics, and sound like I'm suffering vocal damage from getting choked out by Mike Tyson on a plane? If so, then you'll love the guy at that Anaheim bar last Thursday that probably gave me COVID. Catch more of his work later this week when the Los Angeles Angels cancer their rubber match against Cleveland because he blew Shohei Otani. Got an event you want to skip or a grandparent you want out of the picture? Hire the guy in that bar in Anaheim that on the soul of my unborn child 100% gave me COVID. I'm glad you liked my set, but next time don't lean in so much, you close-talking bastard. Also, soul of my unborn child is a metaphor. My wife isn't pregnant, all right? If she was, obviously this podcast is fucking toast. Oh, what is up? Welcome to bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. On the show today, uh, I have COVID. So, there's the show sucks today. There's no guest. Uh, there's no quarterback. There's no topic, really. I've just been lying in bed listening to stories of Amber Heard taking shits in Johnny Depp's bed. That's been my entire week. So, that's all I'm going to talk about on the podcast. Um... If you want to see me performing live, you can die and go to hell while I'll be sucking Satan's cock because I don't have any shows because everything's canceled. So I guess go to erichelwig.com if you want to see the dates that I would have been doing because I've been too sick to open up my laptop and delete shows. Uh, To support this show, uh, you can die and go to hell too. It's too late. I've already been doing the show for two years. If you haven't started supporting it yet, Go fuck yourself. And if you're just listening to the show because the title says I have COVID, which I haven't titled the podcast yet, I'm assuming I'm going to do that, but if this episode gets like 10,000 listens, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. Don't listen to this podcast. Turn it off right now. Nothing funny is happening later on. I'm in a terrible mood. This is the first day that I can actually speak, so I guess I'm going to try to do it. I'll just go as long as I can. Uh... I don't know, write a five-star review on Apple Podcast, I guess, if you want. You know what? Don't. Don't review the show. It'll be a bad review if it's based off this episode. So we're going to start it now. Uh, Goodbye. Grab your gear and lace it up. oh what is up uh welcome to bringing the backups as referenced a bunch uh you can hear maybe i don't maybe you can't hear in my voice but i've um coming uh coming through with some covid yeah uh yeah i have covid um it it's sucked it's definitely today. I released the podcast on Tuesdays. Today was the release date. I didn't know if I would make it, but I'm recording on Tuesday. Usually I get it out in the morning. This will be a later release. But, yeah, man, able to... Today's the first day I could really, like, talk uh, comfortably. I think I got this in Anaheim. This would have been back on, like, like Thursday. Yeah, because I had a show... In Anaheim, I think that's where I got, I, I could have gotten it before, I mean, who knows, who knows And I don't, know. I remember, like, when I started the podcast, I started this podcast in COVID And I was, like, listening to a lot of people's podcast. And there was a ton of people who were doing their podcast while they had COVID <laughs> I just feel like I listened to, like, eight of those shows, where it was just oh, dude, The show must go on, and you're like, no, it doesn't, dude, this sucks but now I'm in that position and I'm like, the show must go on. What, I'm going to not do the podcast? I got a drink, sorry. Christ, I'm going to be doing that every 10 seconds. Um. So yeah, now I'm going to be one in the many list of podcasters who did a show with COVID and then they're like, see you next week, but then they're just dead. And then that's the end of their... Their shitty podcast. I wonder that must exist. I'm sure that exists. If I listen to a bunch of podcasts with people who had COVID that muscled through their show, um, some of them didn't. Some of them died. I'm sure nobody died mid podcast. How would it get released? But once it's released, and then they died, <laughs> that'd be fun. Right, let me a little uh homework assignment for the uh fans of the show. Go ahead, track me down a podcast where somebody was in my position, and then they never came back because they died. a lot of podcasters final words immortalized I remember that was happening during the pandemic too it was like a bunch of like you know the media was like covering like this Republican radio DJ (laughs) here he is on Friday saying COVID isn't real and then he's like dead on Sunday and all the uh, MSNBC reporters are like coming listening to the death wails of his Republican widow um, that was, <laughs> I remember that happening a lot too, man, I'm off to one hell of a start so far. Jesus Christ. I'll try not to talk about, uh, politics too much cause I'm in a bad mood. That's usually not a good, all I've done for like a week is watch fucking Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. That that's it. That's all I've been doing. I haven't thought about sports once. Really, I haven't thought about sports once. I've just been completely enraptured. Is that the right word, enraptured? By uh Captain Jack Sparrow and whatever the fuck Amber Heard is famous for. She's an actress. I don't I've never seen a movie that she's been in, so I I mean she's obviously a beautiful woman who's completely insane. I like, whenever stuff like this happens, it's like the Will Smith slap happened too, where it's like, everybody's like, I gotta have a take. What's my take? Ooh, I gotta have a, what's a spicy take? There's no spicy take. She's a fucking lunatic, period. I mean, this is insane, what you're listening to. Man, people do that false equivalency all the time. They're like, yeah, yeah, but hey, he married her. you're like, And? Finish the thought, dumbass. Like, what's after that? So she gets to cut off his finger? Dude, she cut off his fucking finger. If I was the judge, I'd be like, case closed. (laughs) You cut off his finger? Do you deny you cut off his finger? No. All right. Everybody gets to go home early. I, I cracked the case. How many audio tapes do you need of somebody saying I'm abusing you until people are like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cut and dry. It's just weird, man. People I, it, people just have a weird thing with dudes getting beat up by women. They can't be like, no, no, I mean, he's got to be doing something. It's like, no, bro, obviously he would wreck her if he punched her in the face. That's not the point. The point is that as a dude, you don't want to do that. And so if you're with somebody who's like a psychopath, they – abuse you because they know you're not going to hit them. But it's fucking, it's, it's so insane and like evil what she did to him. And then to like weave it into a story that not only lies about him, but then like makes it harder for like people who are getting abused, mostly women to then say, it's like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? She's insane. She took a dump in his bed that would be the next thing if I was a judge, where I'd be like, wait, wait, you pooped in his bed. She blamed it on the dogs, but it was her. She crouched over his side of the bed and squeezed the turd out of her butthole into the sheets. <laughs> Dude, Johnny Depp is racing through those red flags, brother. I mean, whole, how how would you not... Like, I love my wife. We have built a life together. Okay, we have we have... Uh, a home. We have a deep connection. She's my best friend. If I woke up one day and there was, she had pooped on my side of the bed, I would walk out of the house without speaking to her. It would, that we would be done and she would be fair. That's a move. When you poop in somebody's bed, I'm saying this like, like, you know, when you poop in someone's bed, like we all have at some point pooped in someone's bed. When you poop in someone's bed, you're saying, leave me, and we don't even have to have a conversation. Like, would you be mad? <laughs> would you, If you poop in someone's bed, and they just, like, quietly gather their things, leave, and never speak to you again, how would, would you go to your friends, you'd be like, he wouldn't even talk to me after I pooped in his bed. No, your friends would be like, yeah, you know, if they're good friends, they'd be like, well, yeah. That's kind of a little bit of an exclamation point on the end of a relationship, right? I've never pooped in someone's bed. I've peed on their couch. When I was a kid, I uh I peed on a friend's couch while I slept. I remember I had a dream that I was uh I was like, you know, remember that bullet train on uh in Mission Impossible where like they're they're on the really fast train and the helicopters behind them. It's the first Mission Impossible. I had a dream that I was like strapped in on the back of that. Train and I was just peeing and my pee was going like a hundred yards behind the train because the train was going so fast. I had I just remember, never forget like the freedom of peeing off the back of that bullet train in Mission Impossible in my dream. This is a true story. And I woke up and I had pissed. <laughs> the bed, I had pissed. I was sleeping on my friend's couch. I think I was like twelve or thirteen or something, and I pissed all over his couch. And then I like tried to clean it in the night, but really couldn't. I guess I did an okay job, and then I like had my mom. I like called my mom at like four thirty in the morning. Like, Come pick me up, and then uh, I kind of stayed friends with that kid. But like, I remember they had to throw the couch out, and I think they blamed it on the dog. <laughs> Why am I telling this story on the podcast? This is an insane story to tell. The point is, I would never intentionally do that. To like, like, what is going through your head as <laughs> you? Shit in someone's bed. It's just, so it's, 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 I cannot stop watching. And I've been so sick mentally and physically. Okay. I'm not doing well. And I have not thought about football. I know I'm supposed to talk about football at some point in this podcast. There's been so many other things that have taken precedent over football. Okay. The NBA playoffs are going. I mean, Jesus, those Timberwolves. Woo, the Timber. <sighs> Hang on. The Timberwolves are uh, great. I mean, I love the Timberwolves. They really should be up 3-1 if they didn't fuck up that... What was that, game three? Uh, Sixers are depressing, as everybody knows. I can't even... I I can't. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not going to talk about them other than to say... I went on a podcast, my friend Larry Knows Sports, uh, or my friend Larry, well, my friend's name is Brian, but for some reason he goes by Larry on his podcast, so the show's called Larry Knows Sports. If you're a basketball fan, it's a must listen. They're great. My other friend John comes on the show all the time. I did an episode with them recently, and I spent like 10 minutes defending James Harden. Immediately regretted it. I mean, John Blue, if you're out there listening to this podcast, I mean, me a culpa on my part, my God. I mean, whoa. The dude... That dude is on vacation right now. He is ready to be gone. Bro, he might as well have, like, a Mai Tai in one hand as he's bringing the ball up the court. Like, he is checked out. And then Embiid just, like, that that, that dude has got an on-switch, off-switch that stays off in the playoffs a little too often. Anyway, I don't want to talk about them, but the playoffs are great. I'm not even like a big NBA regular season guy, but like once the playoffs start, I feel like I'll watch any game. I'll watch any game. I'll watch any team, especially the Eastern Conference teams because they're just obviously worse. Maybe not as obviously now, but I like those like 7, 8 seed Eastern Conference teams, man. Give me an Atlanta Hawks game with their highlighter jerseys, red and bright yellow. Hell yeah. So the NBA, and then baseball came back. I've been watching a ton of baseball. Love the Phillies. Love the Royals. Watching both those games, both those teams, I should say. I have COVID. Johnny Depp. <laughs> I watched like half of the first Pirates of the Caribbean last movie. Like it, like in just because I've been watching too much Johnny Depp to not want to like at least see Jack Sparrow for a second. And I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, it's a good. It's good. <laughs> He's pretty good. I don't know if I've seen any other Johnny Depp movies if I really th- I mean I can't think of any. No, my my wife took me to go see that uh that's that fucking we're dancing in the forest movie. What's the movie where they're in the forest and Meryl Streep is like, "I'm old. I'm an old witch." Whatever that movie is. <laughs> old mm-hmm. witch. You guys know what I'm talking about. There's a movie and Jay, I know James Corden's in it too. That's what I remember. Whatever. I don't know what I was talking about. No, my wife's been busy. She's like, was shooting something, which was really cool. So that was exciting. College spring games were happening. I love those. I mean, I just, I don't know. I was just not, I just didn't think about football at all, really. I can't think of anything that, other than watching like the USFL, which I do love. I mean, I love, oh my God, USFL. There's a history There's great uniforms. God, those Philadelphia star uniforms. Straight out of the 80. I love that they kept the original design. That's one of the best in the sport. I'll tell you that right now. But even better than that is that you put on these games, it's professional athletes, and there's literally 62 people in the crowd. I'm like, fuck yes, I'm in. The announcers are like announcing games for the first time. They're like, what's that? And there's the first down. Do you not even know football? <laughs> like the announcing is terrible. The play isn't that good. Not even because like they're not great athletes, because they still are. But they're uh, they didn't like practice together for that long. So it's like you're really watching like practice. It's like watching a uh, a training camp scrimmage early in training camp. Another just sip of water here. So I, I love the USFL right now, and I hope it doesn't get better. hope the quality of quarterback play goes down. I'd like to see more seven to six games going into the fourth quarter. I love that Jeff Fisher is a head coach again. Uh, getting those boys wound up. It's been great. I mean, I, it really has been uh, good. So I've thought about that. Um, I have not thought about the draft. I'm not following the draft. Um, I don't care about the draft. You know, I'm not like, I'm not like Kaepernick. I don't think it's like chattel slavery. Uh, but I just don't like it (laughs) because I think it's kind of dumb to watch names getting called off, especially when like a lot of guys get traded. Like people do those mock drafts and they're like, uh, who, who do you think that, uh, I predict that tr- the Saints will trade with the Packers at this point, and then they really need to fill up D-line. You know what never happens? No one's mock draft ever comes true. It's a waste of time to do that. If you got, like, if you know somebody in the draft, that's why I would watch it. The The draft should have the exact same amount of people watching it as, like, a spelling bee. It should be the parents of the people in it, and that's it. The fact that it's, like, in its own city... And they have, like, graphics for it. Like, multiple people in the media have to, like, stop what they're doing with their family. Like, their their wife is about to give birth, and he's like, I either cover the draft or hold my son's hand as he enters this world. Like, the fact that that's a choice that has to be made for a draft is insane. And if you are an adult man, that would... (laughs) leave anything of importance out of your life to go cover the draft. You don't deserve your position in the media. Okay, I think that's what the media should do is they should not cover the draft out of protest one year and be like, you know what? Go have dinner with your family. Go read to your son. That would be a better thing to do right now. I refuse to tell you who the 12th best quarterback is in the draft. I refuse to tell you or they should just cut to a spelling bee. That would also be good. I mean, the spelling bee, I don't know. Do they have, like, favorites in a spelling bee? Do they ever go like, oh, this kid's really been crushing it in second grade, English class. (laughs) Do they even have favorites? Like, can you bet on, because I know you can bet on the draft. Can you bet on a spell on a child's? They should be able to. I think it would be a good, I'm writing that down as an idea. I have to not. I have to. I real. I can't talk politics on the show when I'm not feeling good because my, I think my politics are directly related to how sore my throat is, and I can barely talk right now. Which means I'm like fucking Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> having sex with a male hooker wearing a condom made by Halliburton right now. <laughs> like I cannot. I cannot talk politics when I feel like shit. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. If you, the one thing I'll say about this world we live in, I don't know, because I, I was like, Elon Musk bought Twitter. I'm like, I tweet some, like, rarely I tweet because it's just like not worth the fucking shitstorm that would come if you do it a lot. But like, People like, he was like, all he said was like, yeah, I like free speech. And people were like, Nazi! <laughs> and you're like, so how is fucking free speech a dog whistle for being a racist? Free speech is what freaks people out now? It's so crazy. <laughs> it's And it keeps making me be like, God damn, am I a Republican? I can't believe I'm a Republican. I've never been that before or identified like that. Every time I'm worried that I'm becoming a Republican. I just put on a YouTube video of Ben Shapiro talking about gay marriage. And I'm like, yep, not yet. Not a Republican yet. Because that always (laughs) re-centers me a little bit to being like, "Uh, well, if you're gay, you should uh, just try your best to not be. And you're like, what? (laughs) Dude, that can't be the solution. Whatever, who cares? It's not, in, they, 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 there was a time where it was not interesting what people's politics were. Remember that time? It was called 20 years ago. I gotta stop sniffling into the mic. Uh, this is probably terrible to listen to. I, I, I am, uh, I am sorry. I, I, guess, I, I guess I should mention that like, I also, we, uh, we like the car got wrecked. We wrecked our car <laughs> on Friday. It's been an insane, uh, it's been an insane week of cars getting totaled. Everybody's fine. That's the most important part. Everybody's fine, but there was like a car totaling covid poops in bed, not mine, but reading about other people's. It's just been too much. And uh this podcast, you know, I got to wrap it up soon cuz I'm starting to get a headache. But I do I just burp into the fucking <laughs> like this is terrible. Uh Look, I I do want to play some voicemails um, because we did have some voicemails, people calling into the show. So I'll do that and then we'll get out of here. Before we do, I also want to give a shout out to the Stoop Kid podcast who had me on. Um, I had a lot of fun on that. You can check uh, that show out on Spotify. It's called the Stoop Kid podcast. And uh, we talked for way too long. And I didn't do the thing where I'm a comedian that tries to be really deep and poignant. Well, I hate when people do that. It's like, I'm a comic. I'm going to try to be funny on the show. Like It doesn't mean you can never have a real moment, which I do, but like, there's so many people that <laughs> they're like, they tell dick jokes nonstop. They get on a podcast, and they are like, try to act like they're Socrates, and you're like, bro, I've seen your act. It's blue for like a basement at 2 o'clock in the morning, so why don't you just... Talk about your dick and call it a day. Stop acting like you've reinvented the wheel or you're like, you know, man, I gotta really swim to the bottom of the pool and touch the bottom to come back to the surface and tell humanity about what it sees and hold a mirror up to its face. It's like, yeah, is that what your bit about jelly beans does? You fucking loser? Jesus. How narcissistic can people be? And the answer is uh, pretty narcissistic. I'm doing a podcast with COVID because I can't stand to go two weeks without people hearing my voice, so I'm right in there with them, guys. Alright, with that, we're going to uh, play some voicemails right now and then uh, get the hell out of here, but let's get to these voicemails. Bring in the backups voicemail.
1: Derek. Hi, I just wanted to call in and uh, say I'm a new fan of the show and just kind of share with the viewers this story that I got told the other day because I mean, it's it's pretty bad. So my friend was in the army who might have pretty big homophobe. And he's telling me about back in the day, him and his uh, army buddies, they'd go back, go in the restroom in the barracks, jerk off, and they'd throw their fucking jizz at each other on the faces. And I was like, you know, that's not even borderline gay. That's like really fucking gay. I just like to hear what the Pod thinks about it and what Eric thinks about
0: it. Thanks. New fan. All right. So, so here's the deal. I swear to God this is true. That guy is, I think, the guy that gave me COVID in Anaheim. I'm not even kidding. Because I went and talked to this guy after the show, and he told me this story about a comic who had come on before and told, like, a really gay story about being in the Army, which is 100% tracks with all of my friends in the Army who were, like, infantry guys or, like, just normal like enlisted guys, not like officer dudes. I guess um, all their stories about being deployed were like it sounded like they were bored out of their minds for most of the time. You know, obviously not including like the horrific moments, and that some of the things they described were like just openly masturbating in front of other men. <laughs> like 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 I I don't know, man. It sounded pretty gay to me a lot of times. So that does track. But the point is, is like, well, whatever. What do I think about uh, army dudes throwing jizz on each other? Yeah, it's like gayer than most gay dudes would be like, yeah, that's I'm not that gay. (laughs) Like, that's insane. It's not even ironically gay to throw your jizz on another man. So that's number one. I'm sure if I talk to my well-adjusted gay friends, they would be like, no, why would I do that? I don't have mental problems. So that's number one. That's what I think of the story. But the point is, is this is the dude that I, afterwards, loved my set. I talked to him for 10 minutes, probably talked to him too close. I bet this guy has COVID right now. Because that voicemail came in while I was recording the show. I did not listen to it beforehand. That's the guy. This is the guy that gave me COVID, all right? I found him. He, he called in. He, like, turned himself in. He's like the Riddler in that shitty new Batman movie. Oops. Spoiler alert. Uh... This is the guy. I'm going to find this motherfucker. I think he gave me COVID. I'm blaming him. All right. Anyway, uh, let's go to our next uh, voicemail right here.
2: Hey, it's Janice Joplin from Antarctica. First time caller, long time listener. I've got a two-part question. Who starts week one in Seattle? And if you die from COVID, can I have your podcast equipment? Get well soon.
0: (laughs) All right. Great. Uh, Well, Janice Joplin, thanks for calling in. I think I know who this is. Uh, who starts in Seattle? I think it'll be... I mean, right now, as the roster's made up, I think it's Drew Locke and Geno Smith, and I don't know who the third guy is, but probably Drew Locke because he's younger. Um, But I would definitely say that I think Drew Locke will start three games, get injured or get benched, and Geno Smith will play most or all of the season for, like, one of the worst Seattle teams. Seattle will be one of the worst teams in the league. And I think Geno Smith will be... Uh, He'll get a lot of playing time this year Because they won't want to win That's my guess And then no, you can't have my podcast equipment Asshole Try to put me in the ground before I'm ready to go
1: Alright Hi, this is Little
2: Meredith Calling from Kuala Lumpur um, Why do they call it a pig skin? Isn't that gross? Bye
0: <laughs> Oh man, these Little Meredith calls Apparently aren't going to stop uh, I don't know why they called it Is it made out of pig? It's not Leather? It's leather football. Where does leather come from? I'm not Googling this, man. I don't feel good. I got to roll through these. So, I don't know. You stumped me, little Meredith. Congratulations. Call in next week and boast about your win.
2: Hey, Hannity Combs here. I'm out (laughs) here in the occupied base of the Puyallup tribe. If I could, I'd like to read off a land recognition statement. However, given that I only have 30 seconds to speak to you, I'll just let you and your listeners kind of look
1: that up here. Just, yeah, forget it.
0: All right, so that's my liberal friend Ross calling from the Pacific Northwest. I think you have an idea of where he leans uh, as he (laughs) insults my listeners every time he calls in i don't I didn't know that I didn't catch the name of the tribe that he uh mentioned, and uh yeah I don't really care too much, but thanks for calling in, Ross. appreciate you listening to the show. Ross, I gotta say I don't know if I guess I'm allowed to say this Ross is an eagles fan, and he's he's doing something that I love that I recommend for all uh young fathers out there. He's watching old YouTube clips you know, full eagles games with his son you know getting his son to love the eagles. And it is, it is badass, man. I'm sending him suggestions of games to throw on, but I'm getting jealous. I'm like, oh my God, as a five-year-old kid, he can now watch these games for the first – it makes you want to be a dad, honestly, like watching him do that. So great move, Ross. It was a terrible voicemail to leave on the show, but a good move as a father, which, you know, if you had to prioritize which of those two, be a – leave a great voicemail on a podcast or do cool things with your son, I'll go with the latter, um, but again, one one of the worst voicemails uh, to ever be played on the show, and I'm sure I'll hear about it uh, on the next show when Ross hears this. Thanks for calling in, though. Appreciate you being a being a fan.
1: Hey, I can hear you crying upstairs. Are you okay? Also, if this thing takes you, can I have your podcast equipment?
0: Right, that's my wife uh, being a being a smartass, and yes, I've been upset. I've been upset, and yes, I. If tears have been shed, they were well justified. And she can have my podcast equipment. I mean, she'll get, you know, if I die, she gets everything. So everything, what, the couch? <laughs> what what else is there? I own nothing.
2: Hello, Eric. It's me, the NFL Riddler calling <laughs> again. <laughs> Who are the worst football fans in the world, Eric? I repeat, who are the worst football fans in the world?
0: Well, I would have said anybody a fan of the USFL teams in those cities. Oh, okay. I was going to say the Jaguars.
2: That's that's wrong. All right. All right. Keep talking. (laughs) I said
0: the Jaguars.
2: No, the correct answer is the worst football fans in the world are your fans. Particularly the guy in Anaheim who gave you COVID. <laughs> Get well soon, Eric. I mean that sincerely, <clears throat> even though I may sound like I don't.
0: Okay, thank you, uh, NFL Riddler, for calling in. Always nice to hear from him. Who are the worst fans? I don't know. Um, probably the probably the Dolphins, just because I don't. Just because Miami fans in general, man. I mean, I remember just watching the finals where like they're. Their fans would leave the heat game, but they were down by five in the middle of the fourth quarter. They'd be like this fucking the whole bottom part of the bowl of a arena would be half empty. I'd be like am I watching a finals game right now? And I think that's like a mentality thing. like so there's certain places where like you really have to earn your sports. I don't think LA fans are very good fans honestly. I mean look, I, by that I mean like all the rich people, middle-class people who move to L.A. that aren't really fans. I'm sure if you go to, like, if you fucking, like, Compton <laughs> or, like, anywhere where people are from L.A. and have lived here their whole life, they're, like, diehard fans. But as far as, like, people who go to the games, I don't think L.A. fans are very good, attentive fans. I mean, to me, look, remember, I'm from Philly. I think a good fan is somebody who whips battery acid at Santa Claus. So I'm not a good judge of what a good fan is. But to me, you got to be passionate about the team. And you got to show up even when they suck. So, I'd put, like, places that don't seem to like their team that much. I mean, I, Chargers fans might be the worst. I mean, Chargers fans, I, I mean, the, the few and far between. And they got a good team and they still can't draw. Anyway, uh, let's keep moving. Brad Stoll, Los Angeles.
1: Hey, Eric. um <laughs> I,
0: to call I have positive. I like how Brad Stoll, who's an actor, literally did this like he was uh, slating for <laughs> for something. There's no way he said it; it was hilarious. Brad Stoll, Los Angeles. Okay, here we go. Hey,
1: Eric. Um, wanted to call and you know
0: ask you a question.
1: Uh, so I was looking up these funeral parlors in the area. And they got this really good deal on, like, ad wrap. You know, like the Mini Coopers, they, like, wrap it in an advertisement. Liz told me it got COVID, so I figure, you know, we should plan ahead. And uh, if you're going to leave anything <laughs> in the will for me, uh, I'll take the podcast equipment. Cause I know Great. All right. Yeah. At any point. And, uh, yeah, man. But speedy <laughs> recovery, though.
0: Rooting for you. So, clearly, uh, some fans of the show let it be known that I had COVID and let that get through to the voicemail, So... Thank you, Liz, for letting people know what's going on.
1: Hey, Eric. This is
0: oh, I also want to say just to answer the question, I'm not above having my coffin wrapped in an ad, you know, but it needs to be like if if I'm gonna get an ad wrap coffin, I need it to be for a product that doesn't even exist anymore, something that it has to be funny like if you're gonna put me into the ground like I want it like like paint my coffin like a like a surge bottle. remember that surge soda. <laughs> Remember that was around something like that, like it's got a like Crystal Pepsi, something that only existed for about Pepsi Blue, maybe like Sev. Remember that, like something with literally nobody knows what it is, nobody remembers the reference. That would be okay. I'm with that. If COVID takes me, yes, the answer is yes. Thank you, Brad. Hey, Eric, this is this is Ben Washburn. I'm in Germany.
1: I have a question, which. Which, uh, backup quarterback this coming season do you think is going to be the first to start playing, uh, because either A, the offensive line stinks or B, or one or two. I don't know how to order these. Just which, uh, which backup quarterback's going to have to take over because the offensive line sucks or because the starting quarterback is, looks tiny. Like Mark Ryan, I know his neck's not little, but it looks like a really thin neck. Or like yeah, Teddy Matt Bridgewater Ryan. when he was a quarterback of the Vikings had these little tiny ankles. So <laughs> yeah. Which 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 quarterback's gonna lead the the for the season first? So that which backup is gonna be playing first? But that's what which is the most fragile, which is the Man, I suck at this.
0: Man, I hope Bent doesn't have a gun at home because he's really beating himself up over these voicemails. That is actually a great question. Teddy Bridgewater does have tiny little ankles. That's not true. He's got some real, like, little jean JonBenet Ramsey ankles. Um, I have noticed that. I'm pulling up right now. I know I saw this recently. Oh, yeah. A full list of NFL backup quarterbacks. So I don't know how updated this is. I'm assuming these guys... I mean, Kyler Murray's acting like he's not going to be on the Cardinals next year, so whoever's backing up him, it was Colt McCoy before. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would love to say Nick Foles, if there's a God that Bears are saying they're going to trade him, but I think Foles would be great to see him get some playing time. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think I said before on the podcast, I think Geno Smith's going to start as a backup but play a lot. Detroit Lions have a terrible offensive line, so I remember their backup last year was this guy David Blow. Or blow <laughs> he, he was pretty bad. But whoever the backup is in Detroit might play a little bit. Um, Houston, that guy Davis Mills, uh, I feel like he'll be the backup to whoever they draft. I bet he'll play. I mean, whoever, if it's going to be, I, I guarantee... Carson Wentz is going down for the Commanders, so I'll take uh, Heineke. Let's roll with him for another season. Yeah, I think those are probably, like, the most likely ones that I can think about right now as far as, like, team... I mean, the Giants' backups end up always playing a lot, and Daniel Jones has kind of a glass jaw, so maybe him. Uh, Let's just go with that. I think those will be my answers. Good question, Bent. I like those questions. I do need to get, like, a more... I think this list I'm looking at... As I'm going through, I'm like, this is from last year. So I need to get an updated list of who the backups are. Maybe we we'll do that on the next podcast. We'll get like a little, uh, you know, a little thing going. A, a list, uh, we'll, we'll take some bets on it even, you know. But anyway, I got to move here, man. These are, I have a lot of voicemails today, and I've been spending longer on this than I wanted to. So there's only two left. Here's this one. My
1: name is Tricia English. This is a notification call from our Department of Tax, Debt, and Finance.
0: How am I getting spam on this phone number? Okay, well, that one is not a real voicemail. We won't listen to that one. So There's only one left, apparently, and it's right here.
2: Hello, Eric. (laughs) It's me, the NFL Riddler here, long-time listener, Uh, frequent caller.
0: (laughs) Wait, I thought this was – hang on. I thought I was playing the same message twice. No, the Riddler called twice. So let's listen to the Riddler's second message. Here we go from the start.
2: Hello, Eric. It's me, the NFL Riddler here, long-time listener, frequent caller. When you die from COVID, can I have your podcast equipment? I have a show (laughs) idea called Bring in the Riddles, where every show I pick a backup quarterback and write hundreds upon hundreds of riddles about him. Love the show. Feel better.
0: What a great way to end the show. Look at that. Thank you, Riddler, for calling in. Yes, of course. You can share. The Riddler can share the podcast equipment with my wife. Bring in the Riddles. I'd say that just go ahead, take over the uh, the IP for this podcast, change the title to Bring in the Riddles, and keep it running, Riddler. I think probably you'll have a more successful version of the show than I did. Um, and if I do die from COVID, I will will everything to, uh, I'll just split it with my wife and the Riddler 50-50. So, you know, if I don't pull through, that's what you guys can expect. Anyway, thank. those are the voicemails. Bring in the backups voicemail. <laughs> Derek, that's going to be the show. Uh, look, in two weeks, there'll be another show. I'm assuming I'll be um, feeling better. I mean, to be honest, like, I feel today's, like, pretty good. Like, I'm hoping I'm coming out of it and... By tomorrow, maybe the, uh, symptoms will be, uh, less or gone. Um, but yeah, uh, appreciate you listening. I get, I hope this was a good, <laughs> this was fun to listen to. I don't know. I kind of had fun with the voicemails. Um, as always, if you want to support the podcast, go to my website, erichelwig.com. And if you have not yet done so, please do review this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. It does make a huge difference. Uh, Godspeed to those of you that uh, have COVID out there. I mean, what can I say? It's two years in. I mean, it, if you're that sick, you probably didn't get vaccinated. It's like, I don't know what to say, man. Like you had two years. Um, I got all that stuff pumping through my blood. I mean, gee, I, the fact that I felt so bad and I've been vaccinated a bunch means, I mean, I guess I totally would have, uh, I would have died. I'm in pretty terrible shape. I don't know. I'm losing half my audience right now because, I mean, you guys are like mad at me for putting a microchip in my blood. But I don't know what to say. I'm glad I got vaxxed. Why am I doing this on the end of the... Po- I told you I can't talk politics. <laughs> but yeah, Getting vaxxed is now politics. Uh, no, whatever. I got vaxxed. I feel like I'm coming out of it. So uh, hopefully the shows that I have for, uh, for next week can still happen. We'll see. We'll find out. But... Either way, I do appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to the show, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us for free, there are many ways to do it. Start by subscribing on whatever platform you're currently listening on. If you're on Apple Podcasts, write a five-star review. And if you're on YouTube, like the video and leave a comment. On EricHelwig.com, you can subscribe to the newsletter and click the track button to follow Eric's stand updates and never miss a show when he's in town. To support the podcast financially, visit the merch store via Eric's website. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next show.